Today's conversation is about what happens when you do the work. It may seem like you're doing all this work and not seeing any result whatsoever. And I do mean any. Many might feel like, what is the use of all of this? So in today's episode, Sean and I will talk about our own experiences with sticking to the plan and the process of doing the work. We'll talk about how we get through it and most importantly, why we consistently show up and do it. And you will be surprised with the why. So with that, let's get into it. The Realtor 180 Podcast, where valuable conversations and industry experts collide. Let's dive in and transform your business today. How are you? What's going on? What's good in your world? Fantastic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I am gearing up to teach my course or my class at Stanford it is winter quarter and I am starting it within a couple of weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. It's the biggest class I've ever taught. No kidding. Yeah. I'm surprised because this time around it's virtual. I'm not on campus, Yeah, but a lot of people sign up for it. And I know you get some pretty heavy hitters in your class. Yeah. I remember the first time I taught this class. So for those that don't know, I teach iPhone filmmaking class at Stanford. Mm. And I remember the first time I looked at, oh, you know, who's, who, who's taking this class? And I look at, I look people up and Oh my gosh. It was like one, the f- first one was like a guy was a executive at CBS. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, wow. Why is he taking my class? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of obvious why, well, because the one piece of technology that we all now carry around right. with us, we can make awesome videos. That's with. true. But yeah, there are CEOs and founders and a lot of entrepreneurs actually take the class. I was very, very intimidated the first time around, but now I'm kind of used to it and I kind of know why people take it. That's actually a really nice tee up for our next episode, which we're going to talk about creating just really good video content and Mm -hmm. why that is so important. Yeah, we will definitely get into that. Yep. And I feel like that's such an important thing. And, and of course, we'll be talking about we'll it talk on about the that. next episode. Yes. So uh, but for this around. episode, for those realtors out there, for for accountants, anyone for that's financial got a business advisors, or- yeah, like anybody who needs to grow their business, yeah. i.e. interact with other people, this is basically the episode. Listen up, people. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So with that, let's let's get into it. Dive but, into it. Yeah. Like, all right. For you, what does it mean to do the work? What does that actually mean? Great question. Because I feel like you and I have different definitions of our work. At the end of the day, though, well, I'll let you tell yours, and then we'll summarize the, the similarities. But my kind of work is basically two ways, two things, two types of work. So for me, as an individual, I have work that will showcase my skills, right? So Mm -hmm. my skill as a cinematographer, a skill as a storyteller, most importantly, and I need to be able to show that. And I need to do the work to improve that, to show that, and just have something to show, like a portfolio. So for all the creators out there, it's your portfolio is your work, right? So there's that. And then two, there's... um, just me kind of as a company, do you want to hire me to, yeah. to teach? Do you want to hire me, you know, to put something together for you? So I also ha- need to do that kind of work and create the relationships um, in order for me to sell my services as a creator. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's a, a really well distil- distilled 
definition of that. Yeah. How about for you? What is your work? That's a great question. So at the core of it, I'm of course a realtor and at the core of it, I'm a salesperson. Yeah. And to take a client to a closing, three mm-hmm. things have to have happened prior to, they have to first know who the heck I am. Yeah. They have to like me and then they have to trust me. And so at the core of it, what I need to continuously do, and I, and I don't mean this to sound casual, but I need to fill the hopper. And so it's an old school sales term is I just need to get in front of a lot of people Yeah, yeah. and ultimately build a relationship with those people and those predisposed to actually buy. I need to build a bond of trust for them to want to work with me. Yeah. And so you need to do work to do that, and to gain trust. That's the core of my work. My yeah. my work is managing my client relationship yeah. software, my CRM, yeah. and ultimately building relationships with people mm-hmm. who want to work with me, who are potentially teed up to, yeah. work up, uh, to work with me, yeah. and then people and maintain the relationship with people who have already worked with me because they're a phenomenal referrals, right? Yeah. Referral resource for me. And I would, I would say confidently the bulk of my business is hands down by far. It's from the referral network. It's from people who already have qualified my level of work. And, And what's fascinating within that is I have two two main pillars of referrals. I have clients who have worked with me who trust me and trust my work. And then there's the realtors from around the nation yeah, who the send their right, clients right, to right, me, right. which those are huge. Yeah. And I have to say my work is, is not that different from yours. Cause at the core of it, people do have to know me and, and like me and trust me that I'm going to deliver the work that I'm the person to represent their brand. Or I'm the person to teach the organization or, you know, I, I'm the person to create and tell their story. Yeah. Right. And just like you, referrals are a big thing for me as well. Right. So one thing refers to the other and say, you know, like I saw you do this work and there, you know, yeah. so referrals are also big. So I think we're not too dissimilar. I agree. I mean, I feel at the core of any business, yeah, it's to drive revenue. Yes. And you've heard people have heard me say this before. If, if you're not driving revenue, you have a really elaborate lot hobby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with that, so the, the core of any business is to drive revenue and the way you do that is through sales yeah. and, and there's sales. It's just a process. Right, right. And there, like there's, there's always going to be at the core of it, a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spend too much time on the next episode, but building social proof that's a big part of it. Of, it's of, yeah. huge. Yeah. And, and that is work in itself. And that's, we'll talk about it in the video episode, but it also fits into this piece yeah. is going back to those clients and showing, showcasing your proofs of success, Yeah, showing absolutely. that you're still doing this work and you're still doing a good job and people are still happy with what you're doing for them right, in the marketplace. Right. Yeah. That's so incredibly important yeah. and often overlooked. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now let's talk about why is it so hard to do the work? <laughs> How come not everybody is so happy to do it? Or why, why, why is it hard? I think there's two reasons, <laughs> is my opinion. Yeah, and I have my two cents there too. So why do you start? I feel like we're, we're looking for a shiny object that doesn't always exist. Or a magic bullet. Yeah, and we're so just... we don't have to do the work. And, and we get a little distracted yeah. from doing the core work. And yeah. sometimes, like in my business, the core work is pick up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. It could get tedious. That's it. 
But the second part of that is the reason why people succeed, especially on mass levels. Like, let's say, let's look at any major athlete, Mm -hmm. professional athlete. Right. What's celebrated in public is often practiced in private. Absolutely. I absolutely believe that. For a long time. Yeah. And I think what we see, the athletes, let's say, that are, you know, Lakers playing at Staples Center, we see them for just a couple of hours at a time playing the game. Correct. But we don't see, you know, the, the... before the seasons, the basketball season starts, they have yeah. done a, a ton of practice and they do their free throw practices. They miss, they try again, they miss, they try again. And it's a drill after drill, after drill, after drill. And I'd say that's 90%. That is the work. That's the secret sauce. The secret sauce is to actually find the joy in the mundane to find, you know, if you're practicing yeah. that one throw right. a thousand times, yeah. find the joy in doing that in doing and, that. and perfecting it and getting, becoming really good at it. So I live on a cul-de-sac and there's a, the kid across the street who's mm-hmm. younger. He set up a basketball hoop. Yeah. And that kid is out there all the time. Nice. Like he's out there when it's cold when it's rainy, like I hear that basketball at the most obscure times. Oh, wow. And it always makes me smile because he's doing the work. He's doing the work. Yeah. And, and he's not out there. Like there's no one yelling at him or coaching him or pushing him. He's yeah. out there because he just loves. The yeah. Game. And he I loves think it. that's what makes the work feel like not work. And I like to say, I think I was talking to you about this yesterday was the things that have been really successful at it wasn't tedious to me to do the work. To me, I actually did not see it as work. I saw it yeah. as play. And, you know, as a photographer, as a videographer, for me, doing the work is I'm I'm playing. Yeah. I am playing as I make a video. I am playing as I am taking photos and I'm out there. And so it makes the work easier, first of all, when you enjoy it. Yeah. But I do want to point out that there are days when, you're just not feeling it, man. You're just tired. And, you you know, (laughs) and that's when sometimes discipline needs to step in because even though you're not feeling it, even though you're not feeling inspired and there are a lot of creators out there, I know a lot of times inspiration is not hitting you. That's when you still have to sit at the desk and type out a few pages. If you're a writer, you know, if you're a video creator you still had to make that video just to you know just to keep practicing the craft of creation of storytelling yeah i mean for realtors there's a there's a million different ways that you can generate leads like you can door knock you can cold call right you can harass all your friends you can do open <laughs> houses like there's there's yeah. any way you want to slice the pie yeah and i would say within that is find the thing yeah that you just love like right. for me i Granted, I was outside of a pandemic when it when I was able to do this, but my the thing that I found that I loved the most and it fit best with my experiences and my attributes wow. was hosting open houses. Oh. I loved it. Yeah. And I every time I would figure out how to do it a little bit better, a little bit better each time. Mm-hmm. And I would say after probably about three months of consistently hosting open houses, which is episode 21 being consistent. Yeah. Shameless plug of doing that consistently and then, and then creating a follow-up system so I can build that relationship with those individuals and stay in flow with them and build that bond. Yeah. There was one specific open house on green street in San Mm -hmm. Francisco Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that 
I, I met an individual who bought a home for $2.67 million. Nice. Followed by, while I was under contract with that one, I was I got another set of clients in contract for yeah. 1.81. Amazing. Yeah. And I had those two escrows. Those are my two San Francisco closings, which yeah. is incredible. Like those are incredible are yeah. numbers. But yeah. what it was, was I found that one thing. That you're really good at. And I you just did it. And you enjoyed it. Yeah. I would get excited about it. And I yeah. always thought going, when I go to an open house, that's game day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, yeah. that's when I get to shine and perform. Right. 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 And I think, okay. So one, I think we're saying it, you know, doing the work can be hard, but it helps if it's something that you enjoy. So like you said earlier, there are multiple ways to gain leads and you pick the one that you enjoyed. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and similar for me, there are many ways to appear in front of clients and to in many ways to showcase my work. Right. Sure. And for me, the way I choose to do it is to create videos and just storytell. And I believe that my work will just speak for itself. And similar to you with your hosting you weren't like, okay, this one open house, my strategy is to gain, you know, these types of clients. No, you just went for it, you know, weekend after weekend, you showed up and you did the work. Mm-hmm. And just like you had success with yours and you were able to land those two clients. Similarly, for me, the videos that I've created, I've created hundreds and I never know which one is going to resonate and which one will lead to something. But for those of you that are finding it hard to do the work, a lot of the times it's because it feels like there's no hope and there's no end in sight. And then is it really worth anything? And it's the belief or lack of belief that is this really going to amount to anything? And yeah. I think what Sean and I are trying to say is, yes, it will eventually just keep at it. And you don't know which one of those things it's going to do it for you. So for example, for me, I just want to highlight two videos that I made that actually amounted to something that I didn't expect because I just make them, you know, and it's like, let them do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I made this video about a CNN reporter whom I had just met because I was really impressed by him and how, how he be, get got to be where he was. Yeah. And I made it about him and then I sent it to him and I was like, Hey, I made this video about you. And he was like, wow, amazing. Impressed by the work. And he was like, I think you'd be great, a great speaker for this one conference and then wow. that, that, yeah, the conference organizer contacted me and I became a speaker for that one conference. That was not my intention in doing that work. Yeah. My intention was to create this awesome video about and, and tell this awesome story. Okay. But then that conference was a conference of global journalists from CNN, from BBC, from Al Jazeera. That's the Whoa. audience. What? <laughs> I know. So like, who me? That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm a speaker for it. So you can imagine the exposure, first of all. And two, you know, the people that I was on stage with, yeah. you know, it put me on that same level as everybody else. So incredible validation for my work. And then because of the exposure, it's opened up other avenues and it's just exponentially that one piece of work that honestly took me two hours to do has amounted to so much more than yeah. what the two hours I put into it. But again, like I said, my intention with that wasn't to have that happen. I wouldn't have even imagined yeah. it was just to, to do the work. I enjoyed the work. I want to tell that story. And I've done that with so many videos and not all of them clearly have done as amazingly as what that one video has. But a few have like the one that 
I did, um, you know, teaching a little bit of iPhone videography. I put it out there and not till a couple of years later, later did Stanford actually find it and was like, we want this girl. Whoa. And then that's how I ended up teaching at Stanford. Cause like we want her to teach and I didn't have to apply. I didn't have to be vetted. I didn't need to send references. They saw my work, that's saw who I am amazing. and hired me. Like I didn't have to interview. And so I'm saying this because sometimes you have your head down. Like I had my head down and I'm just kind of doing my thing and make doing the work. And then, you know, something does happen. I love that. <laughs> like that is so amazing that, you know, when you just do really good work and you really put your heart into it, it gets recognized and then it creates a geometric growth. Mm. And sometimes there's a lag. More often yeah, than not, a couple there years, isn't. you know, and you and then know. it just like boom, 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 and it like it's seemingly oh she's an overnight success, and you're like no, no man, it was all this like crazy hard work on the yeah. back end. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like, and, and you so never know. And just like cool. with you and open houses, you never know who's gonna show up. But you're good, just gonna you're just gonna go there and you're gonna do the work. So not only that, so I, I have a similar story of so I hosted these open houses for a specific agent. Mm. And what I would do is I would show up to the open house early and I would text her and say, Hey, I'm here. Turned on all the lights. There was some debris on the front. Um, swept that up. I cleaned off the counters. Uh, yeah. Da, da, da. Like, here's a list of what I did. And then I would lock up the house and I would text her like, Hey, just locked up everything. Um, everything's safe and secure. Yeah. Wanted to let you know there was a light bulb that burnt out. I replaced it, rented our store, replaced it. Um, like here's how many people came through the open house so you could relay it to your clients. Yeah. So my goal was to make her look awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And that parlayed into one day she had a ton of listings coming up and she said, here's the spreadsheet and the schedule, put your name wherever you want. Nice. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing. Now I have the opportunity to generate as many leads as yes. I want. Oh my God. Yeah. And I went to this open house and I, I remember it was a rainy Thursday night yeah. and we were on in lower hate and this guy came in with his girlfriend, a super cool dude yeah. who you've met. Yeah. You'll figure it out in a second. And through chatting with him, he decided that he actually wanted to buy a house in Oakland. Right, 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 right. He did. Fast forward about two years. He was in a band. Oh yeah. I decided okay, to I throw a party. <laughs> I decided to throw a party and we hired the band. Yeah. Fast forward a few months later, the lead singer bought a house hey. using me, his representation. Look at that, right? At the party, we had yeah. a lender sponsor it who brought all the wine. Mm -hmm. He has now sent me leads. Yeah. So I've gotten a few million dollars in leads there. Right. The photographer who shot that, she's <laughs> actually in escrow right now. That's amazing. On her first house. Yeah. Look at that. And that one event, reciprocity, goodwill, has generated so much at more. least nine Closings. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Nine closings. That's incredible. That's amazing. And it's all from the the building of the network and yeah, doing sure. the the one thing, yeah. which was to show up and do the open houses. But then it, it parlays. Yeah, and it, it snowballed and it into like something bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, I did this one thing years ago, and to this day, it, it's still and producing it, for me. Right. That's the beauty of it. I think you know, in business and especially with salespeople. Yeah. If we step back. And we become humans again. 
and just focus yeah. on the relationship and not just hard closing. Right. But right. really focus on the relationship. Yeah. Really amazing things happen because of that. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think part of doing the work isn't just doing the craft. Well, you know, for creators, yes, it is. But sometimes you also need to manage relationships and yeah. nurture those relationships. Yeah. Right. And, and because that's the, those relationships that will snowball into other relationships that eventually will be really key for you. Yeah. Right. And surprisingly, in my experience, in a very short period of time, yeah. like it's, it's amazing when you just really authentically show up yeah. and, and do the core work yeah. within your business. Absolutely. It, it, it will, it's going to produce something. It snowballs. I'm always constantly surprised. Yeah. So there's again, like another video that I made that was just kind of, like, I just was teaching something really quickly. I threw it up on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. And okay. That's this video has not had a gajillion views. Like some of my other videos that mm -hmm. are in like tens of thousands. This one's maybe, you know, a couple thousand, but one per key person saw it. It was a director. Hollywood director. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I was like, why did he pick me? And then he picked me to consult with for, um, to use iPhone for a film that he's, he's working on. I was like, that's incredible. I was like, why did you pick me? And why this random video that no one's ever watched, you know? And then that has amounted to several other things. So you honestly, you don't know who's watching, yeah. you know, you, you, you just gotta like consistently just, just keep doing it. You got to stick to the plan and you have to get out of your own way to stick to the plan and do the work and just, yeah. And, and, and you know, it just, it, it takes like a, it's going to take some time and it's going to take some effort, but yeah. good things come from it. Yeah. I think good things come out. And if I could sum it up, I feel like there are two things that, that two good, very good things that could sum up it. One is what we have just been talking about is that eventually, you know, it will lead you to be found or to connect with the right person and, and, you know, do those great things. But also at the same time, by you consistently doing the work, just like that 14 year old, you know, playing basketball, random obscure hours of the day, he is becoming better at his craft. So his craft is basketball. So for me, me creating videos, I'm getting better at storytelling and just editing and just that whole craft. And then for you sales, like you, if uh, every time you pick up the phone, you're learning better and better how to connect, how to be a better salesperson. So there's no bad thing that can come out of doing the work. I, I completely think. agree. And I will also stack on that. And I've said this before is sales is a perishable skill. Mm. And it's something that yes. you just have to keep working on. Yeah. And, and picking up the, the subtle distinctions and moving it forward because the art of sales is really, truly the art of communication. Yeah. And yeah. on that note. With that note, I hope that was helpful. If you know someone that this might help, needs encouraging to do the work, please share this with them so we can help them out. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Realtor 180, where industry experts elevate your business. Be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend. Until next time, keep thriving.